Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. If you're new to me, this is the weekly rundown of what's going on in the sky. I am super excited to share what's going on this week because it's a really nice week. We're going to get some air. We have some air. The sun has officially moved into Aquarius. Yay! So happy birthdays to all the Aquarian babies out there. Um, I personally love Aquarians. I think they're just some of the coolest people. And they invite us to really check in with... Um, how we are um, approaching our perspectives in our life or how we're approaching our experience of freedom, how we approach being a part of the global community of being a part of humanity. Um, Aquarians are natural born activists. They are um, really, uh, they're people that generally have a point of view that they care very deeply about. So there's a lot to dig into with Aquarius, and we're going to do a little bit of that. And today is Martin Luther King Day, so it's appropriate that um, today on Martin Luther King Day, we are celebrating the sun moving into Aquarius because he had a Mercury in Aquarius. And it makes so much sense that Martin Luther King had a Mercury in Aquarius because he communicated about how we could all live equally. And equality is a... Um, a value that is held near and dear for many Aquarians, right? Um, the equality amongst men and women. Um, so, and all beings, frankly. So anyway, with that said, it's appropriate that today is Martin Luther King Day here in the U.S. and that we are um, so happy to have a little bit of air in the sky with the sun in Aquarius. So if you've been following along in the past few weeks, you know that we've been dealing with a lot of Capricorn energy. So we had the Pluto-Saturn meetup in the sky, or rather I should say Saturn-Pluto meetup in the sky, and that was January 12th, and that was right on the heels of the eclipse. So we've had a lot going on. And this week we have the new moon and the new moon will kick out eclipse season. So eclipse season starts with the lunation prior to the first eclipse and it ends with the lunation um, following the last eclipse. So we had that full moon lunar eclipse on the 10th and now this is the following new moon in Aquarius and it will kick out the eclipse season. And I'm sure many of us are really excited to see it go. But with that said, take a moment this week because we're in that final phase of the moon cycle. The final phase of the moon cycle is that last week when you can't really see, you start you start to see a little, you have a little sliver, that crescent moon, and then it gets really, really, really thin. And then eventually you see nothing. It's the dark of the moon right before the new moon, right? So when we look at um, when we look at this last week of the moon cycle, we have to really consider going inward. We have to really reflect on the moon cycle that was. And for this particular moon cycle, we're taking some time to reflect on um, the eclipse season because that's what we've been working with. So I know that lots of information has been coming up for a lot of people around the eclipse season. I know that you've been getting a lot of information, getting a lot of messages, learning a lot of things. You probably had stuff in motion and then you learned something and you had to pivot. 
Um, you might have gone unexpected opportunities that you decided to take. You may have had your relationship take a turn that you expected or didn't expect. Um, there's a lot of up-leveling that goes on when we have eclipses. There's a lot of things that are revealed when we have eclipses. So we're dealing with all of that. We're processing all of that this week as we are in that last week of the moon cycle. So as we head toward the new moon on Friday, we've got a lot going on. So it's going to be a new moon in Aquarius on Friday and a new moon happens when the moon and the sun to get, get together. So they're in the same sign. So the sun went into Aquarius today. It is January 20th when I am recording this. So the sun is now in Aquarius and we are all going to be really interested in the um, concepts of freedom. So where are you seeking freedom in your life? Maybe where are you not feeling free in your life? Um, we are also interested in this concept of belonging. So Aquarius rules the rebel in us, but it also rules the, the part of us that wants to belong to something, that wants to be part of a community, part of a family, part of a um, part of something, you know, whether that is a political party or whether that is a yoga studio or whether that is a book club, like it really rules. So this aspect of coming together as human beings and connecting in a very real way. Now, coincidentally, Aquarius also rules, um, is ruled by Uranus, which rules technology, right? So, um, when we think of Aquarius, we also think about innovation in technology that helps us connect. So much of the conversations these days are about how the technology is, um, making it harder for us to connect on a real level with one another. So this year, while we do have a lot of Capricorn energy this year, and we've been talking so much about Capricorn in the past few months, we're going to have a lot of new Aquarius energy as well, because Saturn will be heading into Aquarius. And then at the very end of the year, Saturn and Jupiter are going to meet up in Aquarius. And that happens every 20 years. And we call it in astrology, the great conjunction. So we've got a lot of really, really fresh, exciting Aquarius energy this year. So if you're an Aquarius, or you have a lot of Aquarius in your chart, it's going to be a really, really interesting and fantastic year um, to, you know, be more Aquarian, find the parts of um, really revel and revel, not rebel, but re revel in that part of yourself. Um, and maybe that means you're going to rebel as well. So the other thing that where we, the Aquarius really gives us, we have Mercury in Aquarius right now. And he sort of, um, Venus went first and then Mercury and now the sun. So they've paved the way for us. And with Mercury and Aquarius, it gives us an opportunity to find a new perspective on things. So maybe you're used to looking at things in a certain way. And especially with so much Capricorn energy, we've had this huge stellium in Capricorn and stellium for those of you that don't speak astrology is basically a cluster of planets all together in one sign or one house. So we've had a cluster of planets in Capricorn for quite some time and that can create a little bit of a rigid energy. So now we have this freeing energy of Aquarius, but the thing about Aquarius is that it's a fixed sign. So because it's a fixed sign, it's not like you know, hippy dippy peace, love, do what you want. It's, it's like really finding freedom in a really productive way, um, rebelling in a productive way, um, being an activist in a productive way. It really is interested in moving its message or its purpose or its mission forward. So in your life, what are you working on and how can you move that forward? And not in like a really you know, 
not in like a, oh, I'm going to just throw it to the wind and see what happens. And, you know, the spirits will take me. And that's not Aquarius. Aquarius is the water bearer. So a lot of people confuse it for being a water sign. In the images and the symbolism of Aquarius, you see a woman holding a jug filled with water. And water in astrology is representative of our emotions. She is containing her emotions. She is using her emotions to do something productive, to conduct electricity, to move something forward, right? So water conducts electricity, of course, if you know about dams and all that stuff that I don't really know about because I'm not an architect, I'm not an engineer, but I do understand that there are ways for people to use water to conduct electricity. That is how you can think of Aquarius. It's using the emotions, using the passion, using the enthusiasm in a constructive manner that helps you move forward. And not only you, helps all of your community move forward and potentially all of humanity move forward. That is the essence of Aquarius. So this week, you might want to dive in a little bit into looking at your perspectives on things. Look at the things that you are passionate about and are you approaching them from a constructive and productive way our place. Um, you know, if you're angry about politics, get out there and do something. You know, this is something that I'm really passionate about talking about. Um, I, I talk about this concept of dictate your fate. Like you can listen to all the astrology podcasts in the world, but if you are not using the information and using, um, this dance with the planets, this energy, exchange to, to make something happen for yourself, it's not going to matter. You can have all the big astrology, you can have all the big energy, all the big aspects, all the big transformational stuff hit you. But if you're not actually doing anything with it, then not much is going to come of it, right? Because we have free will. And Aquarius is the perfect time of year to talk about free will because it is the sign that represents freedom in the Zodiac. Um, so all of that Aquarius stuff, um, if you are feeling really um, emotional, passionate, angry about what's going on in the world, go out there and do something about it. Donate to causes, volunteer, phone bank, canvas. There's so many things you could do. It's so easy. We have the internet. Thank you, Aquarius. Technology. Get on the internet, find some place where you can be of service. Because at the end of the day, Aquarians, Aquarius and Virgo are the signs of service, right? So there's a, a sense of wanting to be a part of something larger than yourself when we talk about Aquarius. So, okay, that's today. Sun went into Aquarius. I obviously like Aquarius. I have so much to say about it. Um, there's a bigger, there's also a big thing happening, which is that this week with the sun in the first few degrees of Aquarius, we're going to get a foreshadowing of, uh, what's going to be coming up on the boards at the end of the year when we have the great conjunction, which is Saturn and Jupiter getting together at zero degrees Aquarius. That's going to happen in December. So just pay attention to what's on the boards this week. Just pay attention to where your energy is being, directed? Is your energy being directed to um, your relationship, your work, your health? Where is it being directed? Because it's going to give you a little bit of a clue of what um, you're going to be focusing on toward the end of the year. Um, okay, 
So we also have the moon conjunct Mars today. So it's a great day to do something that requires your confidence and lots of energy. Um, moon conjunct Mars always brings a little bit of oomph to your step. Um, moon conjunct Mars in Sagittarius always makes us a little more playful and a little bit more indulgent and want to have a good time and also freedom seeking. So I would say that Sagittarius and Aquarius sort of, they share the responsibilities of ruling freedom in our lives. Um, now Tuesday is really interesting this week. We've got the moon void, of course, all day and there are no aspects. That basically means that the planets are not really talking to other each other. Everybody's taking a nap and doing their own thing. And that encourages me to say, maybe you should take a nap and do your own thing tomorrow. So Tuesday is not the best day to try to like do launch something new. Um, it's a great day to do the mundane work of the laundry, get to the gym, um, take a nice long bath, enjoy, um, you know, your shows, like catch up on your Bravo housewives. If you're not watching, um, New Jersey, it's fantastic this season. I'm really enjoying it. It's so weird because I've dipped in and out of Jersey throughout the years and it's not my favorite and I'm really loving it this season. So if you haven't, you know, get on demand and, and catch up on Jersey tomorrow. Um, so that is what's going on on Tuesday. Not too much is going on on Tuesday. And it's notable that not too much is going on, especially because we've had so much going on for so long um, in the sky. So Wednesday, things start to pick up pace again. And we're going to have the moon in, going into Capricorn. It's going to hit the south node in Jupiter. And that happens... Um, you know, we had, uh, an activation of those points in the chart. So we're talking about early degrees of Capricorn. We had, um, those points activated, um, at the new moon solar eclipse and the full lunar, full moon lunar eclipse. So you definitely want to pay attention to what comes up on Wednesday. It might be, um, reopening some of those eclipse wounds. Okay. Cause it's going to start to, it's going to be in Capricorn, um, pulling up all the Capricorn stuff. And when we're talking about Capricorn, we're also talking about what went on in cancer because they oppose one another. So we had the cancer full moon lunar eclipse and a Capricorn new moon solar eclipse. So those two go together. So the, the parts of your chart that have Cap Capricorn and cancer are going to get activated by the moon this week. And that's going to be Wednesday and Thursday. So just take note of what's going on Wednesday and Thursday and just know that you might be feeling a little bit sensitive. You might be feeling feeling um, some of that stuff, that residue from the eclipses is coming up because we had a very emotional uh, lunar eclipse in ca cancer. I mean, rightfully so, it's in cancer, but it was very, very emotional. And I think a lot of people had some deep-seated um, deep seated emotional patterns coming up for them, familial patterns. I've been hearing so many people feeling like they were like, just sideswipes by emotion. And I think sometimes when that deep seated patterning from our childhood comes up, it's like, bam, like we don't expect it. We don't see it. And it hits us in a way. And it's something that maybe wouldn't have hit us, but then it, it brought up something from the past. So there's a, 
a feeling of it being a recurrence of some sort. So I just think that a lot of people have been had some emotional heavy stuff going on this eclipse season, rightfully so. It's 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 here for us to move through it, but it doesn't mean it's easy. And if you if you feel taxed and spent and like, oh, I've just had enough. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a great day to take off and just take a rest. Um, but you're not alone. And I do think that the sun in Aquarius, it's going to bring some air to the sky. It's going to bring some lightness. You know, even though Aquarius is very serious air, it's the fixed air sign. I still think that lightness is going to help us. It's going to put us more in a, in a headspace of figuring it out and, um, and starting to be a little bit more logical and a little more pra not practical, but logical and rational and um, bringing our mind into it where it's less about the emotions and more about how can I tackle this from a strategic standpoint. And I think that that will be welcomed by many of us after the eclipse season we've had. So um, Wednesday, Thursday, you're going to feel that Capricorn cancer axis of your chart get activated. Um, it is going to be like a last chance to release whatever residue you have coming up from the new moon, whatever stuff you've got to just like let go of. If there's someone you've got to forgive, this is a great time to do it. If there's something, some pattern that came up, it's a great time to just say, I see it. I see you over there and it's okay. You know, um, sometimes just saying, Hey, I got you to your inner child when it's being activated like that is enough. Sometimes it's just, it's sometimes it's just acknowledging that it's hitting you in that way because it's hitting a part of you that maybe you don't pay attention to that much. Okay. So on Thursday, the sun is going to square Uranus in Taurus. This is going to be really interesting. This is going to be like, um, Uranus and the sun butting heads. And why is that? Because the sun is in Aquarius, it's a fixed sign. Fixed signs are stubborn. You know who you are, fixed signs, you're Scorpio, you're Taurus your Aquarius, your Leo. So when we look at um, the sun and Uranus squaring off, they are going to be squaring off in their fixed signs. So sun is in Aquarius, Uranus is in Taurus. Uranus and Taurus, you know, we're seeing Uranus and Taurus play out. We're still at the beginning of Uranus and Taurus. It's going to be camped out there for quite some time. You know, he hasn't been so talkative this past few weeks with the eclipse season, but he's kind of getting in the game now because the sun is going to be in Aquarius. These planets in Aquarius are squaring off with him. So we're, we're getting a little bit of Uranus energy. And the Uranus energy always brings surprises. It always brings stuff that you didn't see coming. Because Uranus, again, rules technology, rules... Um, uh, it rules unexpected circumstances. Um, it's the rebel. It rules Aquarius. So don't be surprised if you are surprised because when Uranus squares anything, it's going to show you something new. Now, it might show you something new that you really want to see. It might be like, hey, I never thought of approaching you know, my finances from that standpoint, Uranus and Taurus is interested in finances. Uranus and Taurus is really interested in the environment. Maybe you'll figure out a way to like take plastic out of your house this week. I know that I recently upgraded to doing those silicone stasher bags and they're so great because now we don't need Ziploc bags. And like, I mean, I wasn't really using Ziploc bags, but I 
was kind of missing not having them. So now I have these bags and it makes life so easy and they're reusable and they're silicone and you throw them in the dishwasher. So maybe you'll have some crazy, amazing, innovative idea on how to change something and approach it from a new perspective. Um, But it also could be that this last few days of still being in eclipse season could send some unexpected um, circumstance your way, you know, some information that you need so that you can, you can move forward in an appropriate manner. So when we're looking at um, that square, that's Thursday, the same day Venus is going to be sextiling Jupiter. Venus sextile Jupiter is a really nice, um, really harmonious, lovely aspect to have. So my thinking is that whatever surprises you receive from sun squaring Uranus on Thursday, Venus and Jupiter is going to balance it out in the sense that either A, it's going to be something you're really happy to see, or B, it's going to be something that you might not be happy to see, but in the long run, you'll be happy happens. So I think all in all, our Uranus activity this week is going to be for our benefit but it doesn't always feel that way in the moment. And sometimes you don't even really know what's happening. And then you'll look back a week later and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that was totally that sun square Uranus thing that Veronica was talking about because I didn't, I didn't really see that coming in it. And it made me change my path in a totally unexpected way. Um, on Thursday, we also have the moon hitting Pluto and then Saturn. So what's interesting is that every month until Saturn goes to Aquarius later in the spring, we're going to have the moon hitting Pluto and then Saturn and sort of like giving us a little uh, shot of memory of that conjunction between Saturn and Pluto that we experienced January 12th. So whatever has been going on for you the past few weeks, you're going to kind of be brought back to that every time, every month when the moon hits those planets. It's not necessarily a bad thing because Saturn and Pluto coming together was really an opportunity for us to um, completely restructure and rebuild a part of our life. What I like about Saturn being beyond Pluto now is that each month the moon will hit Pluto first. That's the dark underneath underneath the surface trauma, um, dark human psyche stuff that we don't necessarily want to work with. Sometimes it, it's, it's this, it's the stuff that's transformational for us, but usually is pretty intense. The moon is a luminary, just like the sun. So the sun and moon are your two luminaries. So whenever the sun or the moon, um, come in contact with a planet, it um, illuminates it in some way, shape or form. So with the moon hitting Pluto first, reminding us of that opportunity for transformation and then hitting Saturn. It's kind of nice because then for, for a year, for a while, we had it where it was hitting Saturn and then the moon. And sorry, the moon, whatever planet came through Capricorn was hitting Saturn and then Pluto. Now it's going to be hitting Pluto and then Saturn. And that's much nicer because it illuminates where we need to transform something. But then Saturn helps us actually 
use that knowledge productively to build something new, to create something new, to keep working on that foundation so that we can build our house brick by brick. Because Capricorn likes to go brick by brick. Capricorn likes to go step by step in a purposeful, meaningful direction to achieve something. So we are all building something right now that will help us get to to whatever that achievement is. And it's only the beginning of it. I talked about this a little bit last year. Um, I kept thinking all year, oh, well, just, you know, we just got to get to that conjunction. And then at the end of the year, I realized, wait, the conjunction is the beginning. The conjunction between Saturn and Pluto is the beginning of this next cycle. It was, it marked the end of a 36 year cycle and the beginning of a 36 year cycle. So this is the beginning of this next chapter of your life that you are creating. So Aquarius this week is really inspiring us to say, how do you want to approach this? Let's be innovative. Let's take a new perspective. Let's be, um, let's take our passion, our anger, our emotion and use it in a constructive way. Um, let's not do the old thing that we used to do of sitting back and complaining. Let's actually do something instead. Um, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now with all of the planetary movement and how it's playing out. Um, on Thursday, we talked about Venus and Jupiter. Moon is going to hit Pluto, then Saturn. And then on Friday, the moon's going to move into Aquarius at 8.20 a.m., but the new moon is not till later in the day. This is all Eastern Standard Time, by the way. So the moon is going to go into Aquarius in the morning. Um, and then the moon is going to also square Uranus. Uh, and that is an extra dose of that surprise. Hey, didn't see me coming, but I'm here. So again, we've got the soon the sun squaring Uranus on Thursday and the moon squaring Uranus on Friday. So be open to the unexpected. Um, and then the new moon is going to come at 4.42 p.m. And we are going to say goodbye, eclipses. So happy to see you go. And we are going to be able to really start to step into that next chapter. Now, here's the thing. A lot of the time with new moons, we set intentions. I recommend with this new moon to really set your intention around something that has to do with your values, something that has to do with... Um, the feelings, the energies that you want to create in your life. And I say that because with all the Uranus energy, we don't really know what's going to play out. So I wouldn't necessarily be using your new moon ritual to manifest a car or manifest, um, you know, a new job or to manifest a new boyfriend. Like, I don't know that this is really a new moon about materialism. It's more about, um, or tangible things. It's more about um, what are the values that you want to move forward with in your life in this next 36 year cycle? Do you want to live your life for freedom? Do you want to live your life feeling like you belong to something greater than yourself? Do you want to live your life feeling um, like you are of service and you have a purpose and you are making other people's lives better? Um, so those are kind of the things that I would be thinking on around this new moon. Um, and then on Saturday, we're going to have the Lunar New Year. So the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year, it's always the day after the new moon um, or the first full day with the new moon, I believe. Anyway, 
I'm not an expert on Chinese astrology, so this is not my 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 forte. I'm just sharing with you that it happens to be the Lunar New Year, and we enter the Year of the Rat in Chinese astrology, and you can check that out on the Googler, because I am not an expert on Chinese astrology. Um, the moon is going to be sextiling Mars on that day, and the moon is also going to conjunct Mercury in Aquarius on that day. So this is a foot and mouth day. This weekend, my number one piece of advice is do not get into any fights. If there is something really important that you want to discuss with your partner, if there is something really important that you want to take up with your boss, if there's something really important that you want to take up with your mother, this is not the weekend to do it. It is going to be very intense headbutting energy. Do your best to maintain a low profile and avoid all confrontational situations. We have the moon with Mars and Mercury. That is foot and mouth syndrome, especially because the moon and Mercury are going to be in um, Aquarius and Mars is in Sagittarius. Mars and Sagittarius is all on its own foot and mouth syndrome because Mars and Sagittarius is very confident, very comfortable saying whatever it wants. Um, so when all those guys come together and they're having a party, um, you might say something you don't mean and you can't stuff it back in. Um, on Sunday, the moon is going to move into Pisces. Uh, it's going to be later in the day though. So we're going to have a, the most of the weekend, we're going to have that new moon Aquarius energy. Um, and then Sunday when the moon goes into Pisces later in the day after that, um, Venus is going to square Mars at 8.37 PM. So when Venus squares Mars on Sunday, this is like the lovers uh, quarreling and it's never a fun transit to have a fight in. Um, I don't recommend, again, having a confrontation on Sunday. And if it's the end of the night on Sunday and you're getting ready for bed and you decide to pick on your significant other for leaving his clothes unfolded on the ottoman, if you can't tell, this is a conversation, a fight that it happens almost every night in my bedroom. Um, if you want to have that squabble, control yourself and do not say anything because it will turn into something bigger than it has to be, right? So really control yourself this weekend. I'm going to try to remember that myself. I might not have to put a reminder in my iPhone for it. Um, so that's the week. That's what's going on. I'm really excited for all this Aquarian energy. I'm excited to have some air in the sky. I've got some really exciting things coming for my, my astrology membership. If you're not familiar, um, you can check it out, veronicapretty.com slash membership. I'm going to be announcing something really special on uh, Friday after the new moon comes in. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to do a reading with me, I have openings. Um, so you can go to my website, veronicapretty.com slash astrology, and you can book right there. Uh, and that's all I've got for you. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you're listening in on the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast and sharing it with friends. That's where most of the people listen into the Astrocast. And I um, would love you, if this is useful to you and helpful to you, and it's something you look forward to in your week, then I would love for you to share it with some of your friends. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you have questions, you know where to find me. DM me on Instagram. You can email me um, on my website, and I will see you next week, guys. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.